Yo, welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast, slowly striving to be the coolest podcast on Mother Earth. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. It really is appreciated. You enjoy the show, give it a five-star rating. More importantly, you want to be a part of the show, you got a question, you got a comment, you got anything floating around in that head of yours, please submit it to the show's email. I'll leave the link down below, or you could direct message the show through Twitter slash X. I'll leave that link down below. The number one priority is to get you to be your true self and to get your thoughts into the world and to also be a part of something big. And I truly believe we can do that. I want y'all involved in this show just as much as I am. And with that being said, let's get on with today's episode. So we're going to talk about UFC's 294. Co-main and main event. All right. I want to talk about both of those fights because, I mean, it's it's been a pretty, pretty wild, um, wild. How do I put it? Uh, it's been a wild card, you know, because two of the two contenders, one of the co-main and the main event had to pull out due to injuries, you know, and they're serious injuries. You feel me? So now you got the very anticipated rematch between Islam Makachev and Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Okay. Now, I know people are going to automatically say, well, this is under two weeks notice for Alexander Volkanovsky. You know, and everybody likes to bring up that, you know, uh, under two weeks notice, um, you know, that's not a lot of preparation, you know. That's not a lot of preparation to build up and work and all that. And, you know, most of the time that's true. You know, that is true. You know, it, it depends on the fighter. You feel me? It depends on the fighter. But for me, I don't think that's going to be an issue with Alexander Volkanovsky because due to the fucking first fight, the motherfucker still seemed like he was just getting ready to 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 fight. Looked fucking fresh. Looked like he had a lot of stamina. Islam, on the other hand, looked like he, was, he couldn't even fucking stand, all right? And I'm a... I'm going to keep what I said on the first fight. I think the first fight, Alexander Volkanovsky won. You know, I honestly felt like the judges had it wrong. You know, like Islam, I think, only beat him on his wrestling. And even then, he didn't seem like to do much of it. You feel me? Like, he 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 looked beaten up and battered. You know, but that's in the past. The past is the past. We're going to talk about the future now. So maybe, maybe Islam, you know, started working on some shit. Maybe he realized what he tried last time wasn't working as much. Or maybe it was working, he just wasn't doing enough. So maybe this rematch will be uh, a proof to all of us doubters wrong. You feel me? Maybe he'll prove him wrong. You know, and Alexander the Great will prove that he should have been champ all along. You feel me? Like, he got the knockdown. Alexander Volkanovsky got the knockdown in the first fight, landed more strikes, you know, and he was doing a lot of the work while Islam got, I believe, four takedowns, you know, he got four takedowns and had a pretty good control time. I believe he had like seven minutes, almost eight minutes of control time, while Volkanovsky had two minutes Almost like like three minutes, I believe. You know, not these number these stats aren't all exact, but they're roughly around the same, I believe. See, but it take it just proves the fact to me that you know even you know Islam's uh, his biggest attribute was wrestling in the first fight. It just he couldn't make do with it. You feel me? He he couldn't make do with Volkanovski, and 
you know, Volkanovsky having a great gas tank. You know, I don't I don't think you get a great gas tank by, you know, just working out when it's fight camp. You feel me? I feel like Alexander Volkanovsky is a type of human being that's always in the gym, always working, always, you know, getting that cardio in, always lifting those weights, always working on his striking. You know, I feel like he's an individual that never really leaves the gym. You know, even when he's not fighting or has nothing, no plans on fighting, he's just he's just a guy that likes to pump iron. I mean, the fucking guy was a rugby player, for God's sake. And rugby players, that's a fucking savage-ass game. You know, rugby's a savage fucking game, you know. It's not like football where wherever the ball touched the ground, that's where the play stops. No, rugby, wherever the ball lands, motherfuckers get that ball and they keep running. You're talking about 200-pound men constantly running back and forth and using every inch of their body to push forward with enormous amount of force, you know? They're like fucking rhinos coming at you full force the entire time, you know? So cardio has to be good, so he has a rugby background where he was at his heaviest and heavy people obviously get tired a lot quicker than lighter people you know that's just been proven fact so I feel like Volkanovsky given the fact that he was a heavy motherfucker and also you know both backgrounds that he's in MMA now and rugby rugby you always got to be working out you always got to lift weights MMA you got to always keep that cardio you got to keep going so I just I don't think him being tired uh him being tired will be a factor. I, I I don't think so. I could be wrong, you know. I'm like I said, I can't predict the future, but you know, just by seeing in the past and everything, I just feel like him being tired because it's two weeks notice, I just don't think that will be a factor, but who the fuck knows, you know? Um, and Islam believes that he's doing it for a big payday, which honestly I mean, why not? I mean, what's the problem with that? You feel me? Like everybody wants a big fucking payday. Who who wouldn't want a big payday? You feel me? Like, shit, if Canelo called me out today and said, or if I could call out Canelo today and fight him for $3 million for, you know, fuck, what, what, six rounds, he'd probably murder me or break my rib cage. but fuck, I just got $3 million in the bank. I got $10 million in the bank. Or if he told me, hey, if you survive three rounds with me, I'll pay you $2 million or a $1 million cash, I'd probably do it, you know, and just try to Floyd May, uh, Mayweather, the whole fucking thing, you know, like, who, who wouldn't want to do a pay, a big payday, but obviously it was just, like I said, I feel like he did win the first fight, and I, I mean, obviously when you think you want to fight and it didn't go your way, you obviously want to get that rematch back, you want to, you're going to figure out any possibility that you can, any chance that you can to get that motherfucker back into the the octagon, you know, and that's what's happening, you know. This could be a golden opportunity for Alexander Volkanovsky, or it can be a great uh, opportunity for Islam Makachev. Now, how would Islam Makachev change up, you know, the results of the first fight, you know, with him actually dominating and being the champ? Well, obviously, you know, his wrestling, I feel like that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to have to use more wrestling, but not just the wrestling because I remember when, I believe it was the second fight that Alexander Volkanovsky fought against Max Holloway, his second fight. It was a very, very close fight. Like, it could have gone either way for me. And Max, you know, he's not a great wrestler, you know. He's not known for having great wrestling, you know. He's known for being a fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, a magnificent boxer, a great striker. And that was almost winning the fight. So I feel like 
if if anything Islam needed to change was to do the striking, try to strike more and land, try to counterpunch, you know, really he's the bigger guy. He's got to have the bigger reach. Strike more, start landing more shots. You feel me? And when you can try to use the wrestling more because it did work for him to get him down in the first fight. It did work. He just struggled to capitalize on it and do some some serious damage during, you know, the time he had him on the ground while he was controlling him. You know, I feel like those two things could help him win that fight is to use his his wrestling when he needs to and seriously do some ground and pound. And all of this is easier said than done. Believe me, I'm no expert, but I'm just giving my my opinion, my thoughts, you know, my predictions on how each one could win. You feel me? But I feel like Islam needs to use the wrestling, do some serious ground and pound. And if that doesn't work, then I hope he worked on his striking, you know, worked on his striking and land some good shit. Because honestly, tiring him out, I just don't think, I don't think that's a way for Islam to do it. Because, I mean, Islam nearly, he always fucking, he kills himself to get to that weight, to do the weight cut. That seriously is... uh What's it called? Energy wasting already, you know? And yeah, you know, they get to rehydrate for they can, but like, I just feel like a day's worth of rehydration, you know, really ain't all that. You feel what I'm saying? But those are the two things I'd say Islam should do in order to win the fight, okay? I feel like that's how you can win a fight with Volkanovsky. Now, for Volkanovsky, would obviously be, you know, try to fucking hurt this guy as well strike he's gonna have to go in like he's a little guy he's a smaller opponent so he's gonna have to get in there you know he's gonna have to get in there but he's gonna have to be aware that islam as soon as he gets in islam is gonna try to do that knockdown he's gonna try to wrestle him down i feel like alexander knows that and work on that wrestling you know work on that wrestling you know, try to stuff that shit down. Try to, you feel me? And counterpunch, you know, and counter the wrestling. You know, use it to his advantage when he gets that, when Islam goes to take him down. And tire his ass out, for one. That'd be the other thing, is tire Islam the fuck down. Because, again, like I said, if I was a fighter and Islam uses a lot of, you know, energy and really drains himself for that weight... You know, like I said, a day's worth of recovery of trying to rehydrate really ain't going to fucking, you know what I'm saying, make a difference, you know? It may do a little bit, but not going to do much. So if I was Alexander Volkanovsky, I'd try to do a lot of strikes as possible. Max Holloway style, throw a lot of fucking shots. Not dumb, you know, don't just throw just to throw. You know, try to fucking land them. You know, try to land them and try to do, you know, a good, uh, what's it, is it endurance? I believe a good endurance. Because, I mean, if I was Alexander Volkanovsky, I know I have great stamina. I know I have good punching power. You know, I know I can land some good shit. So I'm going to try to fucking land a good certain amount of punches each minute of the round. Five minutes, right? Try to land or try to throw 50 shots a fucking minute. Or more, you know, try to throw. I mean, I know that's probably going to sound like a lot of shots, but in your mind, you got to think you need to win this. You got to beat this fucking guy. You know, you got to go all out to demolish this motherfucker. 
So I'm going to throw a lot of shots as I can each minute of the fucking round and tire this motherfucker out, whether that's tiring by keeping him moving, tiring by him absorbing shots, or tiring him on him trying to land on me and I just keep counterpunching good and then moving and having him to waste a lot of energy, resetting, throwing some shots, running back and forth, getting him scared, getting him nervous, feeling him, allowing him to feel the power. So that's that's what I do if for that's what I'd say uh Volkanovski should do, you know? And we'll see. Again, we'll see, you know? It's a big fucking fight, you know. I feel like there's a there's a lot of like beef in this fight, I feel like. I feel like there's like a lot of beef that's not unfolded and if Alexander wins, well then will we get to see the rematch? A trilogy. It could be a great trilogy fight. I hope so. You know, it's a, it was, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a big fight. It's the fight game, you know what I'm saying? But moving on, I got something to, uh, I got something to give y'all, man. I want to give y'all some advice that I got, you know, for aging well. If there's one thing a man wants is to age like fine wine. And if there's anything women love is when a man ages like fine wine. You, you know what I'm saying? They look good when they're younger. But they look even better when they're older, you know. So I was at work, right? I was working with, with with my coworker. He's an OG, you know. He's a motherfucker that's, you know, he lives the real life. He don't talk with no bullshit, right? So we're cleaning up at work. And we see another another guy walk in, you know, another OG, you know. He walks in. And, you know, he, he you know, my my coworker's like, man, how old do you think that motherfucker is? And I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, and you know they're both black. And they're, and if there's one thing I know about black people, is black don't crack. All right, I know black doesn't crack. Black don't crack at all. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get the secret of aging well, fucking black people know. They know. They got the secret of aging well. I'm talking men and women. They age like fine fucking wine. So I decided, you know, me and the OG, you know, we we starting to debate how old you think this man is. I'm thinking he's like maybe in his 50s. You know, I'm thinking maybe like, what, 52, 55. My coworker, you know, and he he's good for his age. He's 40, you know. He's, he's 40 years old. Looking great, in great shape, has a great body. Looks young, you know what I'm saying? He looked like he's fucking... In his 30s. You know, he looks better than these young motherfuckers that are in their 20s. You know, and so does the other OG. You know, the one that we're trying to find his age. So, you know, we wait till he comes back. And I ask him, I was like, hey, OG. He's like, what's up, little man? Because he's a big motherfucker. And I'm like, how old is you? He's like, how old you think I am? I said, I'm like, mm. I say if I had to guess, you're 55. He's like, I'm 58. I'm like, you 58 years old. I was like, you almost damn near 60, and you look good. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what's the secret, OG? I'm like, I got to know. You know, fuck. I was like, I don't want to look bad for almost hitting 60. He's like, you want to know the secret, little, little brother? I was like, yeah, man. I was like, please tell me, what's the secret, man? What's the secret? What's the secret sauce? And he's like, it's good pussy. <laughs> That's what he told me. He's like, is that good pussy, bro? He's like, fuck it as many times as you can, and believe me, you're going to look good. And I got to, man. I have to. Like I said, black don't crack, man. Black does not crack. They the Black people are the most 
beautiful people when they're older. Hell, imagine, and they're younger too. They're younger. They look like fucking phenoms. Looking great when they're young, aging great when they're old. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to take advice on how to age like fine wine, I'm going to take it from these OGs. Because all they do is preach about getting pussy. And OG is going to preach about always fucking pussy, always getting money, and always looking fresh. All right? You know what I'm saying? OGs know where the fuck is at. And they think. They got smarts. They're not all dumb. Not all gangsters are dumb. You know, these are OGs what I'm talking about. If you, The best advice you're going to get from realism is from an OG. Because obviously they've done the time. They've seen the shit. They live through everything. They know everything. You feel me? So there you go, man. There's your secret to aging like fine wine, you know? Shit. Is is that good pussy, you know? That's what he told me. That's the secret of aging like fine wine is getting that pussy, man. So there you go. There you fellas go. You want to age like fine wine is get that pussy. And it's, and, it, and, it, and it's actually, it sounds honestly the truth. Because... I mean, you don't need any fucking study. You don't need no fucking surveys to realize that pussy relieves or sex relieves stress, makes you sleep good, sleep faster, takes your mind off of things, good exercise, you know, gets that relief on both sides of the plate. So, like I said, it's real, it's honest. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying... Just go fuck around. Obviously, I'm hoping you guys are in a relationship. You know, not just pouring cups of semen into any random bitch you see. Hell no. I hope you guys are out there trying to get into a relationship. Trying to, you know, be a motherfucking man. Not no fuckboy. Man. You know, you getting, you fucking take shit seriously. You know? Like. I know, I know. In the, the day we, in the day and age we live at, it's all about fucking every bitch you see. But nah, man, you ain't gonna, your your brain's gonna rot away when you deal with that shit. Nah, get your ass a woman, get your ass a good female, value their goals and their mindset, not just their looks, goals and fucking mindset. You know, and just realize that sometimes a good a good woman. She gonna be a bitch sometimes. You know why? Because she's a go-getter. You know, when someone's being an asshole or someone's being a fucking bitch, it's not because they just wanna be rude. It's because they gotta do they gotta fuck it. They gotta grind, man. They gotta hustle. They know what the fuck they want, so they're out there trying to fucking get it. Trying to get it, not sit down twiddling with their fucking thumbs or laying in bed scrolling through social media. Looking at motiva- motivational videos and like, oh man, this is what I need. Nah, fuck that. They're out there trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Figuring out how the fuck they can get from point A to point B to point C and onward. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. That's just a little tip for the day. You know, just a little a little advice that I got from an OG, from a couple of OGs, honestly. But yeah. Anyways, moving on to the co-main event. You got... Hamzat Shemaev versus Kamaru Usman. This will be, I believe, Usman's debut at middleweight. Feel me? You got, I believe, Hamzat is, I believe, what, 29? Almost 30? Kamaru's like 36. Right? I think Usman's a little bit shorter. By like, what, an inch or two? And both are great at wrestling. That's the thing. Both are fucking strong as shit. Both are good at wrestling. Hamza was supposed to fight Paulo Costa. And obviously Costa, I think, at like his, this is what, his fifth 
fourth or fifth time having to cancel a bout fourth or fifth time I believe you know but Dana White said it was a legit reason and which is true I mean the guy had fucking surgery you know he had he had fucking surgery on his elbow you know an elbow that's a that's a very important part of the, I mean the body you know knees elbows neck your back you know like those are important they're important joints there you, you know what I'm saying like you can like if that you got to keep those joints good man you got to keep those joints good so i mean it's understandable it sucks but it's understandable but out of these two who the fuck would fight i don't know they're both good at wrestling so like it's like are they gonna go for wrestling but if it's talking about striking well kamaro i think kamaro has has the better power i mean he's fucked up colby covington you know broken the motherfucker's jaw he lands amazing strength. He knocked out fucking Jorge Masvidal. And Masvidal's no fucking walk in the park. Jorge Masvidal is not a type of guy you can just knock the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I think when it comes to terms of power, I think Kamaru Usman has more power. Uh, punching power, at least, than uh, Shemaev. You know, Shemaev, a lot of his fights, he wrestles a motherfucker down and gets a submission. So... I feel like one's going to try to knock another motherfucker's head off and the other one's going to try to submit. I believe KOs, Kamaro has more KOs than Shemaev, but Shemaev has more submissions than Usman. So, like, one's going to try to get the takedown and one's going to try to knock a motherfucker's head off. But I feel like Shemaev might do, might receive the shots well because, I mean, he fought, you know, he fought against Gilbert Burns and Gilbert Burns, that motherfucker can strike. He's got power too. He can strike. I mean, he fucking almost knocked out Usman. He landed a good shot that fucking got his got Usman good, but Usman recovers. And that's the thing about Usman as well. Is when he gets hurt, he recovers very good. You know, he recovers very good. You know, unfortunately he got caught when he fought Rocky. He got caught. And it's one of those shots that, you know, like they like Dustin Poirier when he when when uh Justin Gagey fought Dustin Poirier for the second fight for the BMF title. You know, it was a shot that you know, you could have you could have tried to block it, but I felt like it was just a shot that was meant to hurt you if it landed. It was going to hurt you in some way or form. I feel like that's just what happened with with uh, Dustin Poirier and Kamaru Usman. It was just a shot that was meant to, that had a lot of power, and if it landed, it was going to cause some sort of damage one way or the other. You feel me? But I don't know, man. I feel like Shemaev is going to try to use his wrestling. And Kamaru, he's good. He's very good at fucking wrestling. Kamaru, despite having, you know, weak knees, which is fucking amazing. He's an amazing human being. He's in great shape, you know. He can't. He struggles with the fucking knees. But I feel like Shemaev might, you know, try to out-wrestle his ass. Because striking, I mean, Shemaev is pretty good. I mean, like I say, he struck pretty good with uh, Gilbert Burns. But ultimately, it was the wrestling that he used on Gilbert Burns to land some good shit and, you know, win some of those rounds is the wrestling. And then, obviously, when he fought uh, Trailblazer, Kevin Holland, he used the wrestling, got the submission, you know? So it's like one's going to try to do some jab, and Kamaru Usman has a great jab. He jabs, like, amazing, and he puts pressure on you on the fucking cage, you know? He starts throwing some good shots, landing some good shit. With Kamar Usman, you gotta keep you gotta keep moving on your feet and land some good shots. You gotta move a lot. You stay in one spot, he's gonna try to close you out and land some good shit. Shemaev, 
You know, he's going to try to fucking get that get that takedown or he's going to land. He's kind of the same way, but like I said, I just don't think he's as good a striker as Kamaru is. So there you go. Um, but like both of those motherfuckers are going to collide. This could be one of those things where the co-main event, you know, is going to be a lot more action-packed than the main event. You know, both both of these fucking fights are huge. Both of these fights are huge, despite them not being what they were supposed to be, you know. But nonetheless, both of these fights are great, great fights. So we'll fucking see. I don't know, you know. I gave I gave my thoughts on both of these fighters. If you had to ask me my final prediction, what I if I had to put a million bucks on it, if I had to put a million dollars on who would win these fights, the main event. Just because I felt like he won the first time, and I feel like he's gonna come back stronger, I'm gonna go with Volkanovski in the co-main. I, th- I mean, excuse me, the main event. I think Volkanovski takes it, takes the cake for the co-main. I feel like I want to say Usman, just because he's a great wrestler and also he's a great striker. He can land some beautiful jabs. He can apply pressure in both ways, wrestling and striking. You know, so I'm gonna go with Usman. And I'm going to go with Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Those are my predictions. And with that being said, I think I'm going to end today's episode. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. It really is appreciated. Remember, be extraordinary. Never settle for ordinary. You enjoy the show. Give it a five-star rating. You got. If you want to comment anything, you want to you know, you reach out to me, I'll leave the email down below. You could submit. Either your thoughts, opinions, questions, whatever it is that you got going on, can submit it to the email. I'll receive it, and I'll give my thoughts out on that. Or you could direct message the show. I'll leave the Twitter slash X link down below as well. And with that being said, be extraordinary. Never settle for the ordinary. Take it easy.